Hello, everyone. This is George Mapp with the Carolina Tar Wheels. Today we have Molly Henry, who is the New England coordinator for the East Coast Greenway. Molly was recently here in Durham for a conference. Molly, was this your first visit to Durham? Oh, I've been quite a number of times because our headquarters is located there, but that was the first time we've done the Southeast Summit, so it was all hands on deck for staff and and I've actually lived for a couple of years in North Carolina, over in Western North Carolina, so I'm somewhat familiar with North Carolina as a whole. Okay. So you're the New England coordinator, and I understand that you all had an event, the River Relay, that was a bike ride that you started in the northern end of the trail at Callis, Maine, the Canada border, and yep. you rode the whole New England part of the route. Is that right? Well, I actually wrote a portion of it because my role was also managing the events that we were doing along the way and working with the river organizations and other uh, similar organizations and partners that we have to put events together. So the days that I could do a ride, which amounted to about four days, I did get in some of the rides, but we had designated riders, some of which are staff and then some are superstar volunteers. So I did not ride the whole New England section this time around, but I actually have myself uh, quite a number of times, both for work and for pleasure. All right. Well, the reason I asked was I was hoping we could just start right where the trail starts and ends there in Callis, Maine, and you could walk us through the trail. Yeah. Um, so Maine is probably one of my favorite places to bike, and uh, the East Coast Greenway Route has a number of off-road sections that are really, really nice, including the Downey Sunrise Trail, and then some really nice on-road connections that, you know, are really pretty remote rural roads, nice, nice riding, really scenic, very quiet. And the Downey Sunrise Trail is actually our longest continuous stretch of off-road East Coast Greenway. It's 87 miles. It stretches from Ayers Junction just south of Callis and ends in Ellsworth, which is kind of the gateway of the Acadia National Park there. And so that is a very interesting section of the East Coast Greenway because it's not for everybody, which is why we have a parallel on-road route, which is also part of the U.S. Bike Route 1 system. Um, but essentially, the 87-mile the Downey Sunrise Trail, it's a gravel trail, and it's packed but it's shared with ATVs and also snowmobiles in the wintertime. And that's really a, a unique thing for the East Coast Greenway because we are trying to be separated from motor vehicles. But the ATV community was pretty integral into getting that facility in the first place. And I will say that I have been on the trail numerous times, and the ATVs are extremely polite and they always move over or they slow down to almost nothing if they see a biker on the trail. It's definitely more of an ATV trail than it is a biking trail. I wouldn't advise somebody to use a road bike. I've ridden my touring bike, 35 millimeter tire, and it's okay, but really you'd be a lot more comfortable if you're going to do a whole thing on some sort of mountain bike or something with shocks. Um, you know, it's so scenic. It's so beautiful. It's really rural. Um and I think a lot of comments that we get are that because it is a gravel trail, people have to kind of really focus 
on looking at the surface and they're not able to look up and enjoy the beautiful scenery. So unless you have the proper bike, we probably would suggest somebody with a road bike or a touring bike with no shocks to to go onto the, the U.S. Bike Route 1 and East Coast Greenway on-road route, um, which does intersect the Downey Sunrise Trail about, say, 12 times. Um, so there's also an option to go on and off the trail if you don't want to do that whole thing and you just kind of want to get a sense for it. And a lot of people do that. So that's that's kind of the northern stretch, and that's in Down East Maine. And then shortly after that, you're in Bucksport, which is uh, a junction between our coastal route and our spine route, what we call locally the, the river route, um, which I equate with the spine route, and then the coastal route kind of a complementary route for the East Coast Greenway. And from Portland all the way to New Hampshire, there's a 65-mile planned, what we call the, or what they call the Eastern Trail, which is about a third off-road. And there are many sections that are in development right now. But Eastern Trail Alliance manages that. It's a super popular, all signed in Maine. Um, We have U.S. Bike Route 1 and East Coast Greenway are coterminous for about 90% of it, but you could follow East Coast Greenway signs from Calais all the way to the New Hampshire border and not get lost. So, you know, we have these cue sheets with our great trip planner, but it's really nice to be able to just kind of follow signs and look around at the scenery, at least in my experience. (laughs) From Calais to the beginning of the Down East Trail, so you're on uh, you're on nice trails and roads. To, to you get the uh, you hit that uh, Down East uh, Sunrise Trail. So if you were if you were going to do the whole thing on a road bike, you would probably want to go on the road portions of that, the bike route one, right? Uh, yeah. And so how frequent are the opportunities to stop and get something to eat, or do you need to carry your own? food or uh, water? That's a very good question. So that Downey Sunrise Trail from, from Calais to Ellsworth, it's pretty tricky to find services. Um, if you're on the trail, there's really not much right on the trail or within a few miles unless you hit some of the smaller towns like Machias and Cherry Field. Other than that, you, you really got to plan ahead. Ellsworth's a pretty major town. You could definitely stock up there. Um, so how about accommodations, places to stay along the way? Yeah. Um, so from what I understand, anywhere in the Downey Sunrise Trail where there is a picnic table, you are allowed to camp. I have never seen anybody do it, but it's, it's definitely allowed. Now, for somebody looking for a motel, I would say your best bet is to go into some of the the larger, smaller towns, such as Machias. There are some nice motels there. And then, and they're right in the downtown. Um, I know that, you know, Ellsworth has accommodations. Actually, the Holiday Inn is right there on the trail, um, and they are extremely accommodating. They even have a hose out back where... They know if you're riding your bike in, um, if you need to hose yourself down because it's muddy or it's dusty that day because of the ATVs or you want to hose off your bike, you can do that. So um, 
those are kind of the big population areas where you're going to find any sort of overnight accommodations other than camping. But it's it, it can be tricky in that area. It sounds like you need to plan ahead. Yeah. Stay further down south there, when you finish that stretch, the down east sunrise, you're near Acadia National Park and uh, Bar Harbor. Yeah. What's the traffic like on those roads? There's really not many roads to the park. So in peak season during the summer, you are going to have a lot of traffic, and they don't have dedicated space for bikes on those roads. There are, you know, some shoulders. But when you're in the park, the carriage trails are supposed to be remarkable and and really great, um, you know, off-road, I guess, multi-use path riding within the park. But getting to it could be a little bit tricky. Maine has a short summer, and people take full advantage of it. And so you are competing with some heavier vehicular traffic in the summer when you're on road. And that's kind of the way it is. We try to get off the main roads as much as possible with our routing and get onto, you know, rural back roads. But it's not always possible to connect A to B. The coast is really the tourist area. That's where people want to go. They want to go towards the the rocky coast of Maine. The Eastern Trail Alliance puts together a a lighthouse ride. I have it on my bucket list. Bug Light is the northern terminus of the Eastern Trail. So that's that's basically where the Eastern Trail starts. Well, he has some nice scenic views from up there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely scenic. I mean, you can look back and you can see the city of Portland. You're standing underneath a, a lighthouse, and it's it's very Maine. It's a very Maine experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so proceeding south, you cross into New Hampshire at uh, mm-hmm. Portsmouth, and Correct. boy, there's a lot of islands and bridges there, right? Yeah, and because we have all those causeways and bridges, it does make the road width pretty challenging to work with. There are, especially when it's a nice day, there are no sidewalks on the road, um, but you see joggers, you see walkers, cyclists. It is so popular, that East Coast Greenway route, which is also part of the New Hampshire Seacoast Greenway, and it's pretty tight, the shoulder, and we're working on certain areas, uh, trying to advocate to get some shoulder width. But it's pretty limiting. There are some houses that are literally right up against the road. And, you know, there's not much you can do about it. And we, of course, are working to get an off-road section built between Portsmouth and Hampton, so a 9.7-mile corridor that's a rail line. But for now, it's all on road for New Hampshire, our about 17-mile ride. But I'll tell you, I'm pretty sure that's probably one of the most scenic parts of the East Coast Greenway if you're looking for coastal views. You're on the ocean there. There are just some nice, you know, you go around a bend and you have a little bit of elevation and it's just ocean and it, it really hugs the coast. It's very scenic. All right. All along that part of the trail of Maine and New Hampshire, there are probably opportunities to go kayaking, right? Um, Portland has, um, a community boathouse, um, actually right on the eastern promenade there, part of the East Coast Greenway. And you can rent kayaks. Kayaking is very popular. 
So from New Hampshire, you're heading into Massachusetts, and you're mm-hmm. passing by Gloucester and Marblehead right there on the coast. There. Is that we right? We do. Mm-hmm. Yep. It kind of juts out, that little peninsula there, from Salem down to Marblehead. And then you kind of work your way down to Boston. Boston's got a pretty nice system. You know, for the East Coast Greenway, north of Boston, there's a Bike to the Sea, and they're, they're a nonprofit, and their vision is to connect Lynn, where there's actually a, a public beach at Nahant, down to, to Boston. From Somerville, getting into Boston is pretty tricky. We have some tough rotaries and traffic to contend with. But from there on out, heading out west along the the Charles River, we have a 12-mile paved trail out to Waltham. And then from Waltham to Worcester, it's pretty nice. Maybe in the next decade, we'll actually have a completed off-road Boston all the way to Worcester section of the East Coast Greenway. And then Worcester to Providence, Rhode Island. Actually, that's all part of the Blackstone River bikeway system, which is a 50-mile vision to connect Worcester and Providence. And it's the heart of the Industrial Revolution. So there's a lot of really cool history and mills and interpreted signage along the way. In Rhode Island, just south of um Woonsocket heading into to Providence, we have 10 miles of continuous uh, trail that's all paved, and it's it's so beautiful. It goes along an old canal. They used to use it to ship things between Providence and, and Worcester, and just, just so much history and really, really nice riding, and that about gets you into Providence, which is where my office is based, where my home is. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so once you get to Providence, there is a spur route that goes mm-hmm. on to Cape Cod, right? Yeah, that's correct. It goes out to Provincetown. That's right. What is that like? So, from Providence out, it's great. You get to about Warren, and you're on the East Bay Bike Path, which is one of my favorites. Get to Warren, you turn off of the East Bay Bike Path, and then you head over to Fall River. Pretty decent riding. Fall River to New Bedford, there's trickier areas. It's all on road. New Bedford to Mattapoisett, that's all off-road. And this is all part of the Envision South Coast Bikeway, which is to connect Providence and P-Town. And then you end up over in the Cape. You're on some, some decent roads. It's a mix. Mostly it's you know, some back roads, we try to get off of the major arteries as much as possible because it's the same thing as, as Maine, you know, during the, the peak season. You really don't want to be taking in all those fumes. And on the major roads, Route 6 is kind of the, the major road that, that everybody travels on to get to the Cape. So we are on it for short sections, but not too much. Then you pick up the Cape Cod Rail Trail, which is about 22 miles of paved multi-use path ends just south of Wellfleet and it's super super popular um all walks of life are on that path and you know families new riders old riders everybody's on it it's it's a great ride and that takes you short of Provincetown um where you're on some pretty nice roads and then when you're in Provincetown 
super lovely town, very uh, popular in the summertime. You can take the ferry to Boston. So it essentially creates a loop. Martha's Vineyard, from what I understand, is okay. Nantucket, they actually have some pretty nice riding, from what I hear, and they have some trail systems, and it seems like they have more of a robust system than Martha's Vineyard does. Okay, interesting. Where are your favorite places to ride in New England? Hmm, I feel like I already kind of inserted those because I can't help myself. But, um, <laughs> I mean, Maine is just wonderful. Um, you can't be, you know, you mentioned the River Relay. When I was riding in Down East Maine in August, I mean, there's wild blueberries everywhere. And the wild blueberries are the, the tiny, tiny blueberries that are just packed with flavor. And, you know, you can you can pick them on the side of the road. They just grow everywhere. So, like, having a combination of those lovely, quiet back roads and passing by these delicious blueberries that you can pick, which is, like, one of my favorite things. I love foraging things. You know, I, I feel like it's such a quintessential Maine experience. And I, I love the Eastern Trail from Portland to, um, you know, New Hampshire. It's a nice mix of Finnish sections of East Coast Greenway and then really nice rural back roads. It's so well signed. You know, the Eastern Trail Alliance does really great work, and they put together really fantastic events, you know, like the Lighthouse Ride. And it's a really nice ride. And that's a mix of mostly stone dust and a little bit of, of paved. So, honestly, when people have a couple days, especially if they live on, like, the Amtrak line, you can take your bike on the Downeaster, which is the Amtrak line between Boston and points north to um, Portland, say, all the way up to Brunswick. Um, But you could get off in in Portland, and you could ride back down to Boston. It's really a nice mix of, like, you get to see the coast. You get some really nice off-road sections kind of turn off your brain and not have to worry about battling cars for a little bit. And, you know, Portland and Boston themselves are just, you know, great destinations to start or end a trip. Right, 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 yeah. With a place like Maine, you you got the five seasons, right? You got spring, summer, winter, fall, and you got the mud season in April, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> you get up north in Maine, you're going to have snow cover. Yeah. You probably would be looking at, what, summer and fall for for that part of the country. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a shorter season, but if you're into cross-country skiing, the Downey Sunrise Trail is great. That's a popular activity to do in Maine uh, when you can't get on a bike, and some people have fat tire bikes, too. So the season is limiting, and you will see Mainers take full advantage of the weather when it is nice. <laughs> All right. Anything you'd like to add, Molly? Um, no. I mean, I I've been working for the East Coast Greenway for for four years, and it's fun to have these conversations. You know, riding in New England is really wonderful, and I feel so lucky to be able to you know at times for work get out on our route and and experience some of it. And you know, what we are trying to do is to to get more people on it and using it, whether it's every day for utilitarian use or for long-distance trips, or if you want to do the whole thing, much like the Appalachian Trail. So I definitely would recommend riding in New England if you haven't, and I've I've ridden all over the country, and I, I think there's just so many 
so many gems in New England. Thank you so much, Molly, yeah. for sharing this with us, and best of luck to you in your quest to bring that greenway to completion one day, and I, I certainly hope it goes well. Well, thank you, and thank you for, for having me.